back. Well, today I want to shake things up a little bit. And after all, this podcast is called the Academic Revolution Podcast for a reason, because we're here to create shifts in your awareness and into your thinking. And that doesn't happen without sometimes rattling the cages a little bit. So hope you're ready. Today, I want to talk about truth versus facts and why it is critical important for you to understand the difference not just as a researcher and as a clinician or person in medicine but also for your life in general so stay tuned and we'll be right back welcome to the academic revolution podcast where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution Podcast. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Academic Revolution podcast. My name is Inga Hoffman and I'm your host and an academic physician just like you. I also want to just take a quick moment before we dive into today's topic and really thank you for tuning into this podcast. Uh, we are now 10 episodes in and have gotten so many amazing responses from people I've never met before that uh, shared with me directly how much this podcast is helping them and it's impacting them and that's what I'm here to do. So thank you so much and uh, keep on sharing it with your friends, with your colleagues. We want to spread this message and create a movement in academic medicine to change things for the better. So thank you, thank you all from the bottom of my heart. This has been a lot of fun. So let's dive into today's topic. And today I want to as I mentioned in the intro, shake things up a little bit and really take a step back and look at uh, how we in medicine and science and in research and in life, how we actually make decisions and interpretation of what is going on in our life with research data, with clinical patient information, whatever it might be. How do we make interpretations and how do we understand what is a truth versus a fact? There is a lot to talk about when I think about this topic of how we actually create interpretations about the world around us. So there's different directions I can go here. I'm going to start with just one topic today, but chances are that I will, will, will be rolling out a series of uh, topics related to this. And I think this will really help you to get a grasp of how to look at medicine and research at academia, but also how to look at your personal life and the situations you find yourself in when you find yourself just being challenged in academic medicine. 
as I always say, there's a lot to love about being in academia, but there is also some challenges that come with it, and that's why we're here. So for today, I want to start and talk about how we actually use our brain, our mind, you know, that superpower we have, and how over the years of our upbringing, of our training, we have become accustomed perhaps to think in a certain way. And I hope that by the end of the podcast, you will really understand the power of just using your brain for what it's there for and think for yourself. Question everything you know, question everything you do, and really think afresh as if you knew nothing. Be a student learner over and over and over again. This is such a powerful concept that will really help you in life and in medicine not to fall into any traps of any preconceived ideas and emotions we have about certain things and just look at things with a fresh eye. So let's dive in today. Now, you can tell how much you are influenced by by your upbringing, by your medical training, influenced by other people in what to think in so many ways. And let me give you a very tangible example. For those of you who have switched institutions at some point in your career, whether it was in training or once you became an attending or a PhD researcher somewhere, you have realized probably that, wow, I did one thing at one institution in a certain way. This is how we did things at my institution. And then you switch to a different institution and you realize, oh, people do things a little bit differently here. I thought how we treat a certain problem in medicine or a certain patient population or even do a process, that is just how you do things. And it seemed like the only way and the right way to do things. And then you go to a different institution and everything is tossed upside down and you realize, oh, there's different ways to do things. And actually, patients do okay too. So my belief about there's only one way to do these these things, uh, treat a patient, a certain diagnosis, approach a certain clinical problem this way, this is how it must be done. Because we just believe that because we had been indoctrinated as a strong word, but we had been put in this belief system through our training pathway. And then once we switch, we realized, oh, there's different ways about everything, actually, and different ways about doing a lot of things. And that tells you how much you actually influenced by your local environment, by the people around you, by your mentors, and what to think and how to do the certain things. And that will definitely influence you in a good way, but also in a perhaps not so good way. And I want to just point these out and caution you so that you have that level of awareness to recognize where your thoughts are probably just adapted from somebody else and where it would be wise to turn on your brain and think for yourself. And as we go through this episode, I also want to caution you that you might feel triggered at a point of time. You might be like, hmm, I'm not sure I agree with that. That's perfect. That's good. That means you're thinking and you're on guard and you're learning. 
And that's what this podcast is all about. I want you to just step back, sit back, relax, and just look at everything with a fresh eye. See, we are just so used to thinking in a certain way and we are accustomed often, as I illustrated by the example earlier, to um, just pick up what we learned along the way from other people without not always questioning where that source information is actually coming from. See us uh, as physicians and as scientists, as highly intellectual people, we always are on this quest to find, you know, the truth, the right thing to do something, the absolute truth. And we often over time just adapt thinking patterns, belief systems from other people uh, without really going into deeper questioning whether that is really true and whether we really believe that or not. Is this a fact or truth? So let's dive into that. Now, how do you put yourself in a state where you just look at it with a fresh eye? Perhaps imagine for a moment you are a fresh first-year medical student. You know, those wonderful students that we have on our rotations and services that ask questions about everything. And I sometimes remember times when I'm like, oh my gosh, they're asking so many questions and I didn't even want to think about it anymore. I was like, this is too much. This is just the fact. But when you really listen to it, and I want you to go back and imagine either yourself when you were a medical student or perhaps you had somebody on a rotation recently that asked you just every possible question and kept on drilling deeper. Why is that? Why is that? How do we know that? I want you to take that mentality and actually go back to that medical student mentality and question everything. That is such a powerful position to be in because you're really asking to get at the core of this. Sometimes, uh, for example, medical students will ask certain mechanisms about underlying uh, diseases or drugs on a much deeper level then we are accustomed to thinking in a clinical workflow anymore because we feel like, okay, this is really not that relevant. I just adapt this to my truth. But it is a good concept to think about when we want to understand how to take a fresh look at everything we believe and ask questions and ask good questions. I'm blanking right now who said the quote, but the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions such a important quote and when you realize that if I ask the right questions if I just ask deeper questions that help me think for myself then I would come to better quality answers and asking good questions actually helps me helps you and me with one thing to differentiate between what is a truth and a fact you know truth and facts is actually not the same we often think they are interchangeable, but they're really not. Truth is absolute. It doesn't change. It is always present and is basically a law by which things operate. Gravity is a truth on planet Earth. It always operates and you, it's very predictable. That is a truth that doesn't change, but facts can change. And oftentimes we think we have facts, we think they're absolute truth, but they're really not. Facts do change and they're only as good as, listen to this carefully, as knowledge 
and your awareness is today. And I said, knowledge and awareness intentionally, both are really, really critically important. You cannot have one and the other and understand what truth and facts are. See, knowledge is just like our intellectual thinking, right? It's scientific facts. A definition for knowledge, for example, is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience, education. It's, it's that theoretical concept. That is quite different. Knowledge is quite different from awareness. Awareness is really our perception of a situation or knowledge. So see how there's a qualitative difference between knowledge and awareness. And both of them are super important when we look at facts and understand what they truly are. Now, why is it so critical important for you to understand the difference between what truth is and a fact is? and not intermingle or exchange one with another. Well, I think an obvious comes to mind as physician, as clinician, as researcher, is if you understand the difference between truth and facts and really understand the spectrum that goes into facts, which means your knowledge and your awareness of a situation, data, information, a skill, etc., when you operate from that awareness and understand the critical difference between facts and truth, you will be actually able to stay truthful and in integrity with your research, with your clinical work, with the world around you and look at it in an unbiased way. You will find the real answers, not just what you want to see, but what is really there. And you will be able to find answers, whether that's in your personal life or in your research or in your career, faster without detours because you made certain assumptions. Now, let me just illustrate that for you. Have you ever been in a situation where you either run a research experiment or maybe had a patient in front of you and you ran down a rabbit hole because you had your blinders on and you ran down the track with a certain number of assumptions because you just thought these were truth and facts when in fact they were only limited facts based on your level of awareness. So having a right level of awareness and really understanding and having your antenna up is really key. So what does that give you if you have an ability to really look at truth as truth and facts as things that are true perhaps in the moment that are just pieces of information to the best knowledge and awareness you have at that time point? Well, when, what does that give you? It gives you suddenly the ability to operate with integrity, to being open to the concept that there is stuff you just don't know. And there is things that are beyond your knowledge and awareness that might bias your interpretation of a certain situation. Again, whether that's how you feel treated as a faculty member, how you perceive your day, how you look at research data, it is all 
subject to a certain degree of interpretation. And what are those really? These are just perceptions and interpretations we have that we accumulated over time and we look through a lens of our own personal experience of what we know, maybe belief systems others have brought to us and we look at it through a certain lens that's called perception. We're going to talk about that a lot in a future episode, such an important topic. But what I want you to understand that perception and the interpretations of how we look at facts is critical important how we make conclusions and determinations. And then maybe accept something as truth that in fact is perhaps not true. So let me just give you an example and maybe a bigger picture to illustrate that and hopefully we'll be getting this. Let's just look at the the major paradigms and stories out there, whether it's in the research world or the world around you. And if you have been in science for any amount of time, you probably have noticed that there have been themes in science, let's say, that were really popular at one point that everybody bought in 100% was completely hyped up about that later was a bust, right? So there have been fashionable ideas around in science that we latched onto. So let me give you an example. When I was a med student back in the days in Germany, angiogenesis was a big thing. It was the days when Judah Falkman's research was still very popular and when we believed that with uh, the mechanisms of angiogenesis, we could starve cancers. My whole PhD project was based on that hypothesis, and it was fascinating. And you're so in that circle of these facts, the best knowledge and awareness at the time, that you believe and perceive it as truth, when in fact, it was a fact, no pun intended, that change. Well, see, at the time, we were all so focused on seeing the things we wanted to see for angiogenesis, let's say. At least that's how I remember my story when I was a young medical student operating on mice, trying to give them angiogenesis inhibitors and hope their renal cell carcinoma would go away. And we had some successes. As a side note, one of those one of those drugs ended up in a phase one trial at my institution uh, where I did my PhD. It was really exciting to be at that cutting edge. But what did we learn later? Angiogenesis wasn't all the perfect answer to cancer treatment either, right? But we believed, we bought into this belief because we mistaken facts for truth and we didn't understand that the facts were the knowledge and awareness that we had at the time. We always say this in medicine, right, to our patients. We make the best decisions what we know at that time. That's only one part. It is also your awareness that goes in. And you could think about other examples like immunotherapy, immunology, right? Was really big a number of a few decades ago, right? People were really excited about it. And then it was sort of a bust. And now has come back. It has had its revival. And now we are much further along in science and understand more. And we are really excited about this. So this is just a very practical illustration how facts can change over time and how the interplay of your knowledge and awareness are critical understanding these facts in that a huge amount of interpretation goes into them. So I just want you to take a moment as you go along with your week this week and 
just have that awareness as you go through your day and understand that there is a difference between truth that never changes and facts which can change and are influenced by your knowledge and awareness at the time and your interpretations and perceptions that come from yourself and others. And I want to just ask you to challenge yourself and go through your week asking some simple questions as you go along, whether that's in the laboratory, in your clinical research, in your educational track, or perhaps even with a patient in front of you, or perhaps in interactions and relationship with others. And ask yourself when something pops up in your head that you believe to be true, ask this. Do I really know this to be true? And be very brutally honest with yourself. This is all about using your brain that was given to you to actually think for yourself. That's the most important message. Think for yourself. Do I know this to be true? How come or why is this true? What is my belief of this, what I believe to be true, actually based on? And then is this true 100% of the time? And I think what you will quickly discover is that there are very few things in life that are really truth. That's why I made this big distinction in the beginning. There's really only a handful of things that are true. Most other things people can argue and discuss about. And they are just facts that people look at with different perceptions and different interpretations, which we will go through in another podcast, how to really detangle that and be fully aware of the perception and interpretation you bring to everything you do in your life. See what you believe to be true and what you believe to be true at the time is, is just your current level of awareness. Again, you might be, you and I might be intermixing facts from truth all the time. And you could just look at medicine and science like I give you in the examples earlier, know that to be true. You will probably think of plenty of examples where you thought something was a fact. And then later you had to backtrack and realize Uh, Maybe I was a bit off about that. Maybe that wasn't quite true. So one last word of caution as you go through this week. Something that I just realized or that came to my mind is notice that oftentimes we just follow a certain paradigm. I gave that illustration in the beginning with a medical student that questions everything. I want you to go back to that state and be an ongoing learner and realize that so many times When we believe certain facts, we actually got them from somewhere else. We adopted belief systems and then even gotten these facts in our head as being the absolute truth, when in reality, we just adopted belief systems from someone else. See, you wouldn't do this if you run a clinical trial, for example, and you collect data. You wouldn't just collect the data on your case report forms from hearsay from second or third hand information or even a note or a summary. No, you would go to what we call the source document, the origin of that piece of information. And then the same way it is for our life and for everything we do in science 
and for everything we do in medicine and for the world around us. Again, go back to those questions. Ask yourself as you go along, is this really true and how do I know this to be true? I know this is a little bit of a different episode, but I really want to put that out there because I can see so many people jumping to conclusions because we don't understand the difference between truth and facts. We're going to talk a lot more about different aspects of this, about how we use our intellectual mind, how that can get in the way, how we forgotten to listen to intuition and know what is right in our heart, how perceptions and interpretations work critically important for your research and your life so stay tuned we'll see that in future episode for today i want to thank you for listening and tuning in and have a wonderful day hey friend did you know that you can now earn cme credits for listening and reflecting to what you're learning on this podcast how it works exactly, you can find out when you go to the show notes and scroll down and look at the CME opportunity. This is powered by CME Phi and how it exactly works and what type of credits you will be earning is outlined in their web link in the show notes. These are for point of care learning, just what we do as adult learners as we learn new facts, we reflect on them and then we implement them. And that's what you can do with this podcast. I just want to add that to you as an opportunity and as a thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a wonderful day and talk to you soon.